This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to my Wednesday, the offshoot of the Wednesday Week podcast. This is where uh, each of us out of the podcast get a chance to sit down with a Wednesday fan and have a chat about um, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, it's a bit like we're sat in a pub, but um, I think both of us today are sat at work. So it's great to uh, introduce you all to Andy Slater, who's um, some of you might know him as a, a Sheffield artist um, based here in Kellam, because I work in Kellam as well, so I'm not too far away from your studio, Andy. But what's more important is he's a Wednesday fan, and that's why you're here today. So good to see you, Andy. Uh, thanks for having me. That's not a problem, not a problem, mate. So let's get to the nitty-gritty, because we've all got a story of why we're here and why we're chatting. Why are you a Wednesday fan? Um like a lot of people, it's 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 not one of those things you ever chose or remember choosing. You just kind of are. And I grew up in Woodseeds as well, so it wasn't necessarily a straightforward choice. But my dad's from Chapel Town originally, so luckily, he's, right. Otherwise, if we'd have you know been in Woodseeds, we might have ended up for other sides. So yeah, it's one of those things. Very rarely people choose. It's like because your dad supports them or. You know, it's just one of those things. It was n- never a choice I remember making. It was just always Sport Wednesday. Well, th- that's amazing because the amount of people we've had to chat to were legacy fans. I would call them legacy fans. So um, I- I'm one of those. My dad was a Wednesday. I, you know, my my, my gran, uh, she lived in a house opposite Hillsborough Park. And I remember when I was a young kid watching them all going in. And and my mum was from London Road. So obviously she 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 was from the dark side of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and obviously now my son, uh he we, we live over towards Worksop. He he's a Wednesday fan and, and he has no choice. That is that is yeah. set in stone. 
Um, but to come from Woodseats, uh, where you would have been surrounded by United fans. Yeah, there was kind of a, 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 a kind of a group of us. Um, because me and my brother both support Wednesday, and he's a couple of years younger than me. Um, and there was kind of a group of us that all supported Wednesday, and we were like, there was like a little kind of section of Wednesday supporters, and you know we had to go to the games, and some of their dads actually support United as well. I've got a couple of friends from. You know, when I was at school and people I grew up with, and their dads actually support United, but obviously they had the good sense to go with Wednesday. <laughs> so, so did it cause sort of when you were going to school to get going to school and you had sort of like non-uniform day or something like that? Did do you all turn up in your Wednesday shirts and they turned up in United or? Um, it was it because what is is very it's, it's like very United and there's some you know. Some I wouldn't have walked in necessarily a big tree on a Friday night when I wanted to shake up. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, 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 there was quite a lot of Wednesday supporters. I went to Meadowhead School. Right. And there was quite a lot of uh, Wednesday supporters, actually. And yeah. obviously, I went to school, I was at secondary school, 88 to 93. So that was a time to be supporting Wednesday as well. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it. I'm a little bit older than yourself, but yeah, it, it was a time where you could hang, you could walk around Sheffield with your head held high, couldn't yeah, you? And during those times, so um, I went to school out in Derbyshire, and most of my mates were Derby, Derby County fans. Yeah. So um, when John Hart scored that goal in uh, 1991, that gave yeah. me a massive bragging, bragging right. Yeah. So, yeah. so cash you buying that first game? Who did you go with, and and who did we? Who were Wednesday playing? So my first ever game was at Hillsborough, um, sat on the south stand. I think it was 88, was it earlier? It was 80, about 87, 88, around there. It might have been 86, but around that time, and we beat QPR 7-1. Wow, right. And oh. I, I went with my Uncle David. Right. Um, and I just remember being so excited. I got this little autograph book. Um, literally couldn't sleep for days before, and I remember I remember most of the game, and I remember a lot of the players, and I just remember thinking, "Wow, seven one, this, you know, I'm up for this." And I remember, because this is before like um, internet and having the scores readily available. I got home, I remember getting home and saying to my dad, "Dad, because oh, I didn't get on," and I said, "They won seven one," and he just laughed. He went, "Don't be stupid." I goes, "No, honestly, they won seven one," and then when it's going green and it's like, bloody hell, 7-1, that's not bad. But then <laughs> it's not all been 7-1s, obviously. What, what a, an amazing first match to go to, 7-1. Oh, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to go and watch. And, and did you think, coming out as a young lad, did you think then that every game would be 7-1? Um, do you know what? For me, it was just like, I was that excited to go. And it felt like it was bigger then because there wasn't the games on the telly all the time. So it's yeah. almost like this mythical place that, you know, you'd go past on the bus and I'd see it. And, you know, every so often you'd go you'd see the crowd sometimes. And because I'd not been in, it was just, you couldn't really imagine what it was like. You wouldn't like see it like, you know, every couple of months on Sky yeah. or yeah. You know, yeah. on iPlayer or something. So, yeah, I think I was that excited. I don't know if that would have necessarily kind of thrown me off. Yeah, I remember the excitement as much before as afterwards. Yeah, so excited to be there to go. It felt like such a big thing. Yeah, I I think I actually agree with you there, and that's a really brilliant point. Is because we weren't oversaturated with football, 
in, in, in the late 80s, early 90s, before the Premiership, it was a special occasion, wasn't it? Yeah. Even a league game was a special occasion. Yeah. It felt huge. It's like literally for a week before I had this, like, I remember for whatever reason, this news agent on the road sold Sheffield Wednesday autograph books. It was actually a Sheffield Wednesday autograph book. It had like the logo and stuff on the front and then all yeah. the little pages inside. And I just having that and just like sat, wait, literally, I didn't like go of this thing for a week, just did the thought of taking it on Saturday to go and, I can't remember even if I got any signatures. I'm sure I did over time, but on that day, I can't actually remember if I did or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly did. I think I'll have got at least one, but yeah. And, and who in that, uh, at that time, who was your favourite player? Because um, I didn't go that regularly. Um, it was just the obvious ones like Bannister, um, people like that, Imravrade. Uh, yeah. In Fine. Again, because you weren't seeing it on television, it's obviously you can see them on programs and stuff. It I didn't really kind of. I would have been then. I'd have been ten, so I was ten then. So I recognise names, but I don't even think I necessarily understood football enough to kind of, yeah, you know, really kind of know what was going off that much. About really into, I remember the names. Um, I think Chapman probably played as well. He would have done, um, yeah, yeah. Again, it weren't it weren't faces you've seen on television every day, so it yeah. was like a bit kind of new. Yeah. So when did you start going on a regular basis then? So I remember the season we went down. Was that eighty nine? Ninety. 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 Eighty nine. Yeah. So I remember going to a couple of games that season, and we went to the last game of the season against Forest, where we lost. <laughs> yeah. And went down. Um, I remember. It was a really, really hot day. Um, I remember something about the because they used to have, remember they used to have the scores A, B, C, D, and yeah, yeah, on the north stand. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know for some reason it was either Derby or Southampton. We needed to win or lose, and they got the scores mixed up. So everyone thought, yeah. "Oh, we might stay up." Then yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, some poor person was sent out to say, "Actually, no, we got them scores wrong." And it was like, oh, <laughs> hell. And I remember. I'm, I might be getting my dates wrong here, but for some reason I remember going home and being on Woodsies. And I think United got did United get promoted that season? Yeah, United, we went down, United got promoted. Yeah. I remember all these coaches coming from uh, down Meadowhead, obviously from the motorway, fully United supporters, and they were like beeping their horns and stuff. And I just remember sat there thinking, oh bloody hell. <laughs> and that was a very kind of early introduction to the Wednesday way. Yeah. Relegation is not a nice thing, and especially when you're a young kid. Yeah. And you're surrounded by fans who support the opposing team. Yeah. But, um, and then the next season, we got a season ticket. Right. For, um, was it League? league? No, no, what, what was it called then? Well, Division, was it Division Two? It would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been Division Two. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we got a season ticket. Um, went to, yeah, went to like all the games and some of that games that season I remember more than season like two, three, four seasons ago. Yeah, I'm the same, mate. Absolutely Especially same. Especially the mid two thousands, I think I fell asleep for five years because I lost <laughs> a bone. We've we've got a, a number a number of I'm I'm the elder statesman uh, out of the podcast, and uh, we've got quite a few who uh, obviously saw the mid to tail end of the the nineties. 
Yeah. But then when they discuss uh, discuss some of the players who we signed after 2000, um, I, I, I think I was comatose in some sort of coma. I might have been in a car accident because I don't remember half of them. So. No. I mean, <laughs> again, the type of football we were playing at the time. It was horrible. It was really, really, really horrible. Can't even describe how horrible it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the players and just the games. I think in general, football was, in general, especially the league, was struggling in that time because we had the thing with the old ITV sport and yeah. the championship as it is now just didn't feel like an attractive place to be. It was Premier League or nothing. Whereas now the championship, you know, it's an exciting league and, you know, there's lots of big teams you're going to be playing against. So. It, it is. So going back to your first year, season yeah. ticket, so that, that was, I mean, obviously we, uh, I think we came third that late, that year yeah. under Ron Atkinson, but also we ended up going to Wembley. Yes. Uh, did you manage to get to Wembley that season? I did. Um, slept in the South Stand, um, queuing for tickets. <laughs> So I remember we, um, I remember, I think tickets were going, I can't remember the exact day, were they going on sale on a Sunday? No, it must have been the Sunday, because I remember um, we were playing Portsmouth away on the Saturday, and because loads of people listening to the radio yeah. while we were queuing for tickets, because I remember that's when Palmer got sent off, and he couldn't play in the final. Yeah, yeah, so couldn't play the final, yeah. We were just thinking, tickets go on sale on a Sunday, we'll just, we'll just rock up early Sunday morning to get tickets. But then my auntie, who lived um, up like Loxley Way, she'd like been to shops or something, and she rung my dad up and she, she said, Andrew, she said, there's already people in the ground queuing up. So my dad was like, right, come on, <laughs> we're going now. <laughs> it was like 12 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. And loads of people in the South um, Stand kind of car park going up to, because remember the old ticket office yeah. was to leave the South Stand, just like two yeah. little. And the, Car park was filling up, filling up, and filling up, and then it started raining. So obviously, there's no cover or anything. So everyone was going to uh, Wigs. Was it busy Wigs? B and Q down the road and buying big like plastic sheets. So it was like a little shanty town. And they would, they would, and then eventually they were queuing right down uh, front of Carp and back down around North Stand. Yep, that was me. And everyone was kind of like, then they, I think then they shut the gates because then they said to everyone, they said, look. Everyone in this bit now is more or less guaranteed tickets. So don't worry about where you are, trying to keep your players kind of firm. You've got a ticket. Why didn't they just start selling tickets then? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. And then they just let everyone into South Stand and we literally like slept on the seats in the South Stand. Wow, they're the old wooden seats at the time yeah. as well, weren't they? The old wooden oh, seats. They're not yeah. particularly com- they're not particularly comfy now, but my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, it's just such a bizarre notion that something like that had happened now. Yeah, well, no. I was think I was just thinking that because the people who moaned about not getting tickets. I know, yeah, you know, complaining yeah. about the, you know, the ticket thing not updating quick enough. Yes, absolutely. It's just everything spontaneous. They want everything. Everybody yeah. wants everything now. So no, sleeping rough for tickets. Yeah, yeah, I remember that in in eighteen in ninety uh, one and also uh, ninety three as well. In regards yeah. to when we went to Wembley several times, so so you tripped to Wembley ninety one. Uh, how yeah. did you get down? How how did you get down? What's your what what's your memories of that day? Um, how do we get down? My dad didn't drive at that point, so I think we went with someone that my dad worked with. Again, I. 
I have like easy memory of it. Obviously, it was the old Wembley. Yeah. Um, so I remember I'd been the year before, I think I'd been in 90. My dad took us, I think it was like a World Cup warm up game. We went down to see England against Brazil. Right. Brazil. Okay. Wow. Or the year before. Um, but yeah, just it's, it's funny. I was talking to someone the other day about something similar. It's like it's that long ago, and you have like pic- pictures in your head and things you remember and certain snapshots, but you see that much footage of it. It's yeah. almost like that becomes your memory. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain, a certain point. But yeah, I remember. I mean, everyone remembers the sound of the goal. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. If you were, it was that sound. Yeah. And just generally, like what it's what you get used to from big events from Wednesday playing. It's sometimes it's more about the event. Yeah, just like being there, being around like loads of Wednesday supporters, and yeah, it's just like yeah, and the teddy bears as well. I remember the teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, thousands and thousands of teddy bears. I remember it. So um, so so it. it it must have really impacted on you. How old were you then? So in '91, I'd have been 14. Wow. Yeah. So what an event to go to at 14. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Just the amount of people, the atmosphere, just just winning as well. Yeah. Winning against Man United. Yeah. Who were, I mean, they still are really, but they were the the number one team in England by a long kind of stretch. And even though they weren't necessarily winning they were just a big massive club and the fact that you know we were a league below them and we beat them and do you know what I think I don't think it was a shock to the outside world but we had such a good team then you know player for player if you look at the players we had then yeah you probably go through and name every well I reckon I could go through and name every single player then and they were all really good players yeah. it wasn't even yeah. what's like Slight weak link, not one way you think, oh, all important to the team. Yeah. And, you absolutely. know, just the fact like Roland Nielsen, the job that Roland Nielsen did on Lee Sharp, and Roland Nielsen was an amazing player. And to think yeah. we had him in that league. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. unbelievable. And he'd just come back from a cruciate, cruciate lig- ligament damage as well. Yeah. So that, and, and then to put what, what was the, the aspiring one, going to be supposedly one of the best uh, wingers in, in, in yeah. the world. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's still in Rowley's back pocket now. Yeah, he, he was just like, he was pure class. Yeah. Absolutely pure class. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, because all this kind of started as I was first going, he's, he didn't take it for granted at the time, but he just thought that was it. It was just like, we'd always have absolute, we've had some very good players since, but I think during that time, up to like night three, night four, we had some players that were absolute class. So leading into that then, during that golden age that we had, yeah. of, of the, the, the early 90s to mid-90s, yeah. who was your favourite player? I mean, it's the obvious one to say David Hurst. Because, and you know, the fact he was like the next big thing and, you know, he was like touted for England and there's the famous Bobby Robson quote about him. Um so yeah, the obvious one, but Bowler Nielsen, Nielsen, it's because he would just he made everything look so easy. Apart from I remember one game he did a dodgy back pass and it hit the Mr. Keeper in the post. <laughs> That's against Norwich. I don't know why I remember that for some reason. But yeah, apart yeah. And it was just solid, just like Pearson, just like just like unforgiving, proper yeah. centre half, who just would literally you would have to like 
even if he had to cut his leg off, it had just it had hopped. Yeah. Just like proper, and I, it just seemed to mean so much more to them. It just they would yeah. not give up. Yeah. Um, perhaps I'm looking back through rose tinted spectacles. Um, <laughs> it's I, I remember a point where I don't know if it was this must have been when we were in the old first division or second division. Um, John Sheridan going through a bad spatch and all the crowd like booing Sheridan. And I was like, that, oh, how are we booing John? I think he missed a penalty against Oxford or something like he, that. Yeah, that was that was the season we went up. So that was the same yeah. season. And he and he missed he missed a penalty against yeah, Oxford. I remember a couple of games, a spell when they were like booing John Sheridan and it's like yeah. John Sheridan. How can we and that that you know you said we take things for granted. Yeah. And 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 that is the thing, isn't it? That yeah. this huge talent on the pitch. Yeah. Misses, a, misses a penalty. I know, yeah. It's, um, I mean, that's half the fun of being football support and to being very cool. <laughs> it is, it is. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So so we're in the so obviously we this next season, Big Ron left, didn't they? And, and Trevor yes. took over. Yes. And um and we finished, I think, third that season. Yeah. Um, yes. That was the when we lost against um Man United, Fergie time. I think that was our kind of when we lost that. It was definite. Yeah, and yeah, and Leeds, Leeds won, and that was the end of the 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 league one yeah. as it yeah. was. And the following year, we we started the Premiership. Yeah, and, and I, think, I, think that, I think that year, the first league, I think the first season back up, and the next season, the first in the Premier League, were probably my favourite two seasons. Yeah, what what why why is that? Just, just the players and the. The football as well. It's just again, it's like the age thing as well. You can, you know, all your mates support Wednesday, and you live it and breathe it. And I used to get like the program every game, and literally one side of mine and my brother's room when we shared a room was literally just all the posters, uh-huh. you know, out of the middle of the programs. Yeah, Wednesday bed sheets. It's just like everything was about football and about yeah. Wednesday, and just the players. I remember like. I mean, even if a lot of people can't sometimes say that France has just lived off Atkinson's team hmm. and just kind of carried on what Atkinson built up. But I still think France has had some good players. Hmm. And, you know, um, we play some good football still. Hmm. We've got to two cup finals. Mm-hmm. Um, they were quite sure where it went wrong. There's lots of, you know, we have this whole different podcast talking about <laughs> that, that point. Well, yeah. I remember like when we signing people like Chris Waddle and Des Walker and 
Chris Woods, a lot of people, you know, have the thoughts on Chris Woods, but he was the England goalkeeper. Mm. Mm. You know, we, yeah. I remember like Andy Sinton, he had a choice between us or Arsenal when he came to us. Yeah. yeah. And we were paying like, Des Walker was he the most expensive defender at the time. Chris Woods was the first, was he the first million pound goalkeeper? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's just bonkers to think about. It's crazy, isn't it? When you look at England, the England team now, and and there are football players in the England team who are, you know, you've got a number of Arsenal players there. You've got the, the yeah. Tottenham core, um, Man City, obviously Man City. There's a lot. Wednesday were one of those teams. Yeah. They, they were, you look at that England squad, plus you had Rowley in the Swedish Swedish yeah. squad as well. You know, and you, yeah. it, 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 you know, uh, Sheridan in the Ireland squad. Wellington. Uh, yeah, and you'd go to the World Cup and you'd 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 watch the World Cups again. Not everybody had Sky at that time. Sky started coming in, but you know, Sky was new to everybody. It wasn't the sort of in the households like it is now. No. So you watched you watched international football on terrestrial TV and we were watching Chris Waddle, who yeah. eventually ended up in a pizza advert for missing a penalty yeah. and he was a Wednesday player. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Like again, Talk about Roland Nielsen, but Des Walker. Yeah. He just, he was just ridiculous. He was just unbelievable. Just the pace and just the kind of reading the game and, oh, yeah. What what games stand out for you in those in those two years then where you say it's the, the, the um, best time? So, I think games like, I think we won 4-1 a couple of times. I think was it was that the first year up or the first year in the Premier League? I think we beat like Palace four one and QPR four mm-hmm. one. Um, obviously the cup runs, yeah, were pretty huge. Um, the Blackburn semi finals uh, were great games. Um, Warrest at his absolute best. Um, yeah, so I think the cup runs do. And again, you just—I just remember like little things from like the um, the review videos because that was a big thing at the time. <laughs> now, yeah. we've been up on getting one because you've seen everything a million times, like literally yeah. an hour after the game. Yeah, the, just those like season review videos, and I remember like just and players like like Chris Bart Williams coming into the team and stuff as well, and like seeing players like that. It was just—it felt like nothing could wrong. Yeah, I remember. Another like weird little memory I have. I used to buy like ninety minutes the football magazine, mm-hmm. and I remember after that season we finished third. They brought out um, they had the thing with the kits, and I think in that season we'd had the like the black and yellow, yeah, well, like, the deck chair one with the little white yep. pin in it. Yeah, yeah. And Chelsea had that as there. They did. Okay. Yeah. A little article in um, ninety minutes saying. Chelsea are that desperate for success. They're copying Wednesday's away kit in hope to mirror their success. <laughs> Think about stuff like that. Now it's just ridiculous. It is. I remember that shirt. The material was really cardboardy. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was our last Umbro season. Then we went to Puma. I think, yes. I think that was probably our last Umbro shirt. And then we moved yeah. over to Puma. Was, uh, um, yeah. And then well, obviously we had shoe. We were. Um, Ryan on my Wednesday of the week, Ryan Goddo was talking about it, that, you know, we were Puma King and they were at, they were filming down at the training ground and there was an advert that was on national TV of Hursty kicking the ball yeah. up in the air and then leathering yeah. it into the back of the net with a white Puma King T-shirt on. 
because I remember that was that I think that must have come after when he had the uh, was it the fastest shot against Arsenal? Yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, I think I, I think that was. I might be skipping ahead here. But I think that was my first away game at Highbury, the one where we lost. Was it seven one or seven? Oh my god! Yeah. So that was like the polar opposite to my first home game. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Going all the way to Highbury and seeing us lose seven one. Yeah. Well, I think it was. I think it was like one all with like twenty minutes to go or something. Was that when we'd signed? Was it Patrick Blondeau from Monaco or Marseille, and he was like French Player of the Year, and they came to Wednesday, and it was. That was before then, you know. Was it? Was yeah, it? I, think it was the first yeah. I think it was the first season back up. Right. Okay. A bit later, I remember we had. Um, all right, we had. A, I think we had a few injuries. Um, I don't even know where if that's the one where. Um, might have been after where um what's his face crocked hurst hursty andy linnigan linnigan yeah. yeah yeah it was linnigan yeah um yeah. i think Paul did him first and then yeah linnigan made sure yeah uh, but yeah i remember we had someone up front and he didn't play a lot i think we were one at youngsters i want to say like david johnson not david johnson he had like blonde hair oh i don't know my yeah. memory's rubbish i remember no. last week but I'm saying I'm, I'm surprised I'm as much as I am, if I'm honest. <laughs> but I remember going to Highbury, so me and my mate went down. Um, I was at school at the time, so yeah, it must have been before 93. can't remember. I'm sure it was the first season. It must have been the first season back up. Yeah, yeah. And to get down to Highbury on the coach and to get in, I think it cost us £12. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's not talk about ticket prices. We're not going to talk about ticket prices. No. We'll, we'll leave the adults to do that later on the full podcast. Yeah. So, so obviously, you lived through the best of times. Yeah. And then we sort of tailed off, didn't we, towards the end of the 90s? Yeah. They were getting a bit grim, didn't they? Yeah. It was, um, we still had the odd kind of smattering of, you know, the odd decent game and, you know, likes of the Canyon and Carbone. Um, yeah, we did lose our way. Um, play then Wilson. Um, yeah, it gradually kind of went downhill. Um, and then I think we were just we were stuck with kind of players that the wage bill was just like crippling as people like Vim Young. Mm, oh, god, yeah, yeah, good old yeah. Vim Young and the builder. <laughs> yeah, didn't we pay for his dogs to be brought over from Belgium or something yeah. like that? Which was a really weird thing. Apparently, he still got his. Um, I mean, again, this is all just like rumors and what people talk about in pubs and But he was still getting his um, appearance bonus, even in his contract. He still got his appearance bonus if he didn't play. Play, yeah. Just but when you have, when I think it was at a time where we were trying to make sure we stayed up with the big hitters, and yeah, you know, again, Vim Young, you know, it was, it was, a, was a great player, and you know, well, he he'd just come out of the World Cup. We signed him just after the World Cup, and he'd had a great World Cup, hadn't he? Yeah. Exactly. And again, you think that the formula is we're buying World Cup players and yeah. it just didn't work. No. And we chased that dream like a lot of football teams chased in the late 90s. And I think we uh, we went the same way as teams like Brad Bradford City. I mean, Bradford City yeah. were one of them, weren't they? Oh, if you look at the teams that were in the Premier League back then when we were in it, they're all struggling. You've got, you know, even if people like Coventry and stuff, they, you know, they were a regular team we yeah. play against. In the Premier League, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Derby were kind of up there. 
proper early on. You've had like your Ipswiches and all those kind of teams, and they're all, they're all just kind of, unless you've got that big cash injection like Chelsea, Man City, yeah. or those, you're just always going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And until Sky really started, you know, kicking out Pouring the money. money in. Yeah. yeah. If we fast forward now to, because I think we'll avoid after we got relegated the dark years. Yes. Um, and let's fast forward to, to, to where we are now in regards to the last few years. We've obviously yeah. had some ups and downs, but, you know, let's focus on the team we've got. I take it you're still going to watch Wednesday now. Yeah, yeah. You're still getting uh, getting there. So where do you sit? Um, cop. You sit on the cop? Yeah, so where I sit now is where I used to stand. So I've been physically in the same spot. Right, okay. Going, so never really yeah. moved. I go yeah. to the odd game on south stand i don't think i've actually ever, i've been on the north stand for a friendly yeah on the south stand very occasionally for like yeah. cup games or yeah. my um, nephew's coming with us we've got south stand with him so, so i was going to ask you then what what's your what's your day then so when you're going to watch wednesday at hillsborough how do you start your day how do you what have you have you got a sort of process of what you go through because i know everybody's got the sort of rituals when they go to matches yeah well we it's, it's funny we've um so generally go uh we with my dad and uh, we meet up with a few mates in the queen's ground um oh, queen's ground and then we'll um usually walk down and go to the chippy on the way yeah and then yeah. people are um bearers pork sandwich fans but we've always just gone to the chippy yeah so but yeah but it's funny because we've had like three different ways we've walked to the ground which we haven't changed until we felt like, well, let's change the way we walk to the grounds, see if it changes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we always used to walk, so we always used to turn left at the um, Hillsborough Corner and down through into the park the bottom way. Yeah. And we walked that way for years. And it, it's funny because we'll, we'll all, there's a few of us that go to the pub, but when we get to Hillsborough Corner, we'll have different ways we walk. So we'll literally right. walk with the people we're with because we all have a way where we're like, we've always walked this way. <laughs> So, but I remember there was a, it was Carlos's first preseason game. I can't remember who played. It was a Spanish team we played. And um, there was like a torrential downpour before the game. So me and my dad walked straight up the Hillsborough to the top entrance of the park just because it was raining. Hmm. And I remember that game and we played like so well, bearing in mind what we've like gone through football-wise over the years. Yeah. Like, wow, this is unbelievable. Just like exciting football, like passing it fast and you know so i mean that, so then ever since then we've walked that way so we're like right <laughs> walking this way all the time now we've changed <laughs> i think first game of the season um because that was just me and my dad the first game of the season i think my brother come with us and we got tills we and carried on and he's like what are you doing it's like oh we walk this way now <laughs> i love it yeah it's amazing how many people have got those rituals of what they do yeah you know in, in regards to um, yeah. my bet my best mate won't have a shave on match days and and that and that's become me now. I won't have a shave on match days. Uh, yeah. a, a lad I know who I used to share a house with years ago. If we were on a winning streak, he wouldn't wash his Wednesday shirt. Mm. And bear in mind, this was during the nineties. That shirt stank. That yeah. shirt stank. Yeah. You know, there's so many rituals. Certain turnstiles people go in. Yeah. You know, there's a, we won't swap seats. There's myself, my mate, and my son. No. We we I remember we swapped seats once and and we yeah. lost. And that was it. We don't swap seats. Yeah, I mean, I've taken people to games with me that perhaps aren't from Sheffield or whatever, mm. and 
you know, we all have our seats. And I feel quite bad because I just dump them on, not an end at row, but, you know, if there's a line of us that have got tickets, I won't, like, yeah. change the next to them. I'm like, you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And I think every football fan across across the world has got those sort of yeah. little nuances. So It's half fun. It's just, it's just a start. It's, you know, it's, it's nice to have that routine and to have that and yeah all parts of it it's very it's, it's almost like therapeutic it's very comforting and then you get to scream and shout and get rid of all of that anger from <laughs> i think i think that is it and i think that's the big thing that a lot of us as fans missed during yeah. the lockdown during the lockdown yeah. and, and 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 i think a lot a lot of uh, a lot of people because because it's not just going to matches it? it's meeting up with your friends it's meeting up with your relatives taking yeah, your family and just having that than that kind of common goal and just yeah. you know having you know all getting together to get behind the team and yeah sometimes that's like again i don't want to get into the current situation i think that's kind of lost on owners and stuff sometimes yeah, football, yeah. What, it, what it actually means to the supporters and without you know, a doubt you just you just watch them in any league you just it doesn't really matter i mean i think when i was younger i was more like oh, i need to get to premier league we need to get to premier league but now i'm just like well as much as I want them to do well, like in the playoff final, as much as I want them to go up, I was thinking, well, I'll still go and watch him and I'll still, you know, wouldn't go anywhere else and I'll still yeah. look forward to seeing him next season. Yeah. Obviously, as it's nice playing against bigger teams, but... Yeah, as long as it's not Fleetwood Town, that's that's the message. Yeah, when, when it's Fleetwood Town and Morecambe, I think it was the first season, one of the first seasons we come down, one of the first games, again, I might be making this up, that's one like Dagenham and Redbridge, and I was thinking, why? Oh, that was a few years why ago. Yeah. In Dagenham and Redbridge. It's just, it's just like, oh. Felt like that, a bit like that at Forest Green last season, just standing yeah. there, and, yeah. and, and obviously the result didn't help, but just, just why? Why have we, we, we we're at the, why have we come here? Why have we dropped to this level? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I remember one of the best kind of, because I, I generally try to get to a few away games, um, at least like a couple of seasons, but I remember like mm. I think it was the first season we went down to League One, Sturrock days, and I think we went to about which probably most I've been to in this like away games in the season. We probably went to about thirteen away games. Yeah, it was it's like going to like places like Stockport and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, like, like like little towns and stuff. It was great. Well, because of the massive following, everything gets taken over, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and and what we found last season was every Weatherspoons we went in, they only had two members of staff, and yeah. and uh, like forty thousand Wednesday fans. It felt like that many turning up, you know, well, a few hundred come in the spoons, and you can't get a pint. No, no matter where you go, you always find a Wednesday pub. Yes, absolutely. A way game you go to. So I've been to I've been to two or three away games on my own where I've just like fancied it, and I thought, yeah, I'm just yeah. going on my own, but yeah, yeah. no difference because you, you go yeah. in the pub. And then once you're in the ground, everyone's everyone's, everyone's you. mate anyway. So absolutely. So out of the current crop of players, who's your favourite who play plays at the moment? Out of the small small crowd that we've got of players, at the minute, without a doubt, for me, it's George Byers. Yeah, I just think he makes a massive difference. Yeah, a massive difference. I think he really gets. I think he. I know Bannon gets it, but I think Byers really gets it. He really grabs hold of the team and he will kind of almost like as good as he is on the ball and as good as he is, you know, coming in late in the box, I think he really kind of almost like manages the team on the pitch. Mm. He really kind of grabs hold of him. Even to the point I think Bannon plays better when Byers is on because yeah. Bannon Byers will tell him to get lost. You're not 
there's no good you being sat on the edge of the box. Yeah. Up. And when he starts yeah. pushing up, he's better than buyers. And I think Bannon finds it easier doing that when buyers in the pitch because he trusts buyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of I, doing stuff, the picking I, up that Bannon does sometimes. I think the last 12 months proved that, didn't it, in regard yeah. to when the, when the two, two yeah. guys were fit, certainly when buyers was fit, um, it, it just showed the class that he has. So, yeah. and I and I think that's why they involved him so much uh, in the playoff games because he was yeah. there on the bench even though he was yeah. unfit, and also yeah. at the final as well. You know, yeah. he was right right amongst it, wasn't it? I think I think he's yeah, also got a personality yeah. that that yeah. serves people on. Yeah, so, some players kind of really buy into it only and get really kind of sucked into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Others not as much, but you know, we're all different characters. You know, yeah, some yeah. don't like to be like the main person and stuff, but. You know, he kind of really kind of gets it and, you know, yeah. spending that runs up and like salutes to cop and stuff. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. hope, let's hope um, he has a full season of being completely fit. Yes. It'd be, it'd be great if he could because he's one I'd Yeah. Also, as well as, um, say, Bayer's, I've got to say Palmer as well because I just yeah. think how he's come on as a player is just, he gets better every season. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's it, 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 kind of, I mean, first few years he was kind of more of a fringe player and you kind of mm. think if you weren't playing you'd be thinking well you know mm. Mm. it's not it's not it's not the end of the world but whereas now i'd say probably even like last three or four years if palmer's not playing you think oh you know that is going to make a bit of a difference yeah yeah oh well stevie spence who's on this podcast will actually adore you because that's his favorite player is lp2 it's just it's, it's his consistency yeah it's just like it's you just know what you're getting every single yeah. minute of every game from him. Just absolute consistent and he never stops running and he leads no. by example. Yeah. Yeah. Oh absolutely. He, his heart is Wednesday in it. And for him oh, to get that equaliser against Peterborough yeah. in that, it, it was just just amazing. Yeah. yeah if anybody uh, anybody would score that goal, it'd be him you'd want him to score it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, just the fact he started scoring more goals as well and like yeah. just seems to like get fitter every every yeah. season just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so just have a chat about yourself in regards to obviously it'll be right is behind you so yeah. um i know you from uh rate good illustrations yeah so i've got a few of your pictures uh, and i know you've done a few a few went a bit of wednesday art as well haven't you yes, yes. Um, and, and you also did something with Harriet Massey. I think she did. She influence you in regards to the picture you did at the end of the season. Um, well, I I used um, Harriet did some photography for me um, when not when I first started. But it was about three or four years ago. She was doing my bits at um, Wednesday then, mm. um, and she did some like just some product photography for me and stuff. And obviously, the more she's done with Wednesday, I still keep in touch with her. And just a couple of times, um, she's just taken like really great shots. And then I just said, do you mind if I use that, you know, can we collaborate on that? And, you know, yeah. Yeah. we all sort something out and she's, you know, happy to see it kind of illustrated. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so I, I, I probably message her most after most games and stuff. And yeah. She sits where she sits and does her photography just right in front of me on the cop as well. So brilliant she's yeah. brilliant i mean she's from uh, my neck of the woods near dinnington so yeah. she, she and um we've used some of her photographs for our cover art for the podcast yeah. and obviously we, we asked her permission and we, yeah. we we acknowledge her because she she's a real talent when it comes to sports photography so yeah she's really good, really good. Um, yeah. i remember 
yeah, I, I did one of a, a Nui celebration. I mean, yeah. I saw it. Oh, please, God, can I use this um, picture? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, so there's a thing here, and we discussed this before we, we started recording, was there's, there's so many brilliant artists in Sheffield, and they all seem to be Wednesdayites. Where, where, where does that come from? No idea. I mean, I remember when I was um, when I was younger. It was like, I mean, it's still joked about now, but everyone, it's like everyone say, well, "Wednesday are the team, they're the big team." Anybody that anybody supports Wednesday, and it was seen as the just the what is it that uh, Mark Bright always throws back at United supporters: bigger, bigger, better, older. Yeah, yeah. And it it did feel like that, and you know, as much as it is a wind up, especially back then, it's. I'm not going to say it's leveled itself out because it hasn't, has it? But <laughs> it felt like, well, it just, we just are. Do you know what I mean? Just, just accept it. So, you know, whether 20 years down the line it will change because of, you know, obviously United has spent, these young kids are going to see United in the Premier League. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also it's just that historical thing of you support, you kind of support who your family supports to a great yeah. degree. So, yeah. Will there be a big swing around? Will there be a big change? Yeah, yeah. Not sure, right. but just one of those kind of things that's always seemed to have been a thing in Sheffield with Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. I know I'm being biased, but yeah, because obviously in music as well. You yeah, know, we we and and it, it's what we were talking about earlier. We're going to see two. Uh, we're going to see Richard Hawley and Pulp this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um both massive Wednesday fans. Yeah, you know, and huge talents as well. So and then obviously there's yourself, uh, there's um, uh, Goo Designs, isn't there? And and then obviously the Godfather of Sheffield Wednesday Art in in regards to Pete McKee. So it's it, yes. we, we seem to have the talent in, in uh, on F6 side. It's a funny one, isn't it? And like you said before we started, we were kind of almost joking about it that um, it, you can't really kind of explain it. You just, no. I don't think there's any kind of rhyme or. I mean, we could argue that, you know, why wouldn't you support Wednesday when you've got the choice? <laughs> um, but, yeah, joking aside, it's just, yeah. Maybe call all the rubbish we've been through over the years. We just have to express ourselves a little bit more through art and music. Possibly, possibly, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, that kind of frustration and angst. Yeah. Just, yeah, I think it'll be right, which is a poignant phrase to end it on at the podcast is, Let's, yeah. let's hope we'll be saying that for the start and the end of this season to stay up. Yeah, it's like I said before, it's just, you know, as, as bad as it is, you're just like, well, it'll be right. It's, yeah. It's still going to go. I'm not going to stop you yeah. doing <laughs> Andy, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having uh, me. Um, that's, mate, no problem. And I'll, I'll change that. I won't divert, but hopefully we'll bump into each other when we walk into the match. Yes. Yeah, I won't change, I won't change my route, but yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Cheers for being Thank on. Cheers, bye. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. 
That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.